Welcome back to the basement. Basement dwellers, welcome back to what we do in the basement. I am your host and DM Kevin Rambaran joined at Kevin Rambaran joined as always by Thomas Tolls. What's up guys? I play New Easel and uh I if you haven't been keeping up, I'm a baby who travels. So this time I visited the Overlook Hotel uh in the Rocky Mountains. I'm not being chased by Jack Torrance. I'm actually being chased by Paul McCartney uh, because what? baby in a maze uh, by the way you <laughs> love me all the time. Holy. Uh, that's he's, the bit I came up with. No, I'm not. Hang on. Mine was, mine was much shittier. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm here with Luke Cecilon. Hey folks, I'm I play Frank the Bloodpath Abomination. You know, just like growing, learning, sex therapy, big dicks, whatever it comes Frank's way is like it's it's all up in the air. It's all up for uh, who knows what what he does today. Hey, I don't know. Goes, there goes all the listeners. Uh, I'm with Jesse Berg. Well, we gained a whole new batch of listeners from a new demographic. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of sex therapy <laughs> podcast listeners are coming over to what we do in the basement to learn how it goes. Oh, that does make us sound like a BDSM show. It, it, it is. It is. Uh... Sorry, Jesse. No, 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 no. Uh, I play old McGinty, a pastry chef who only likes reviews of his bakery if they're puff pieces. Oh, very yeah. good. Very good. And I'm here with Natasha Durant. Who plays real Nilo and is an adult and likes uh, video games, too, that are hard and... Is Whoa. not a chef, oh, but sings. She's stealing our bits. She's, she's, she's stealing our bits. Stealing shit. So hold on, Th- <laughs> Thomas t- t- takes your stuff, so you punish the rest of us. Is that how this works? Luke is scared that, that is... you would be smirch armored core in such a way. Uh, in true rail fashion. Anyway, still have a song. <laughs> <laughs> We go together like round What? Cyclops forever. Shoo bop dab water but a bing a boo. Chang chang tingle dang dang. That's the way it should be. Whoa! <laughs> what the hell was that? And there go the rest of our new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> What was that supposed to be? What song is that? Uh, that was a parody of We Go Together from Greece, and literally yeah. the lyrics are We Go Together like Rama Lama Lama King Dinga Da Dinga Dong, remembered ah. forever as Shoe Bop Shawada Wada Yippity Boom Da Boom. <laughs> Ching Chang, Changany Chang Shabop. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. (laughs) I need to hear each of these syllables. This is going much too fast. That sounded like when I messed up my name in the intro. Um, And I mean, with the adrenaline running, I maybe blended some of those words together. (laughs) Yeah, God forbid we don't understand what the lyrics mean. (laughs) 
<laughs> the cent- most central part of the show. Um, that being said, I think it's time we kick things off with a little bit of a recap. So, last session in the Feywild, Sparkledew, the apothecary, caught up with McGinty about the friend he had with him that Beauregard mentioned he arrived with, and McGinty told him that he was a very powerful necromancer. Sparkledew explained that the Severed Strand seemingly disbanded after the Wentworth assassination. Somebody exposed the Severed Strand's involvement to the greater underground community, which caused the Strand to cut ties with all of its old members. Or so it would seem. Sparkledew... Sparkledew! Sparkledew could not name... Who exposed the Strand's involvement in the assassination? But it was no. But he said it was no secret to the black market community that King Highflower had Callan Devere sitting at his right hand, though he seemed to be going by another name. Sparkledew mentioned that he knew this because what was left of the Severed Strand was running a planar trading post called the Burning Bridges in Brightport, a few miles from where his lab is. Sparkledew explained that he was in business for himself, now making bright wine and selling it to the material plane. McGinty asked how he could find out Callan Devere's location, and Sparkledew told him, told him, this is a fucking terrible name. Sparkledew told him, I just Sparkledew! Sparkledew! <laughs> told him that the Severed Strand operatives in the Shadowfell plane had captured a person of interest and were handing this person off to King Tankoth of the Feywild. Sparkledew seemed to imply that Callan Fear would be present at this handoff. McGinty began to reminisce with Sparkledew as a drow friend of his named Tyrio ascended from the basement carrying a chest before returning back downstairs. Sparkledew explained that Beauregard and Moochie kept watch for planar gates as they use a substance called Material Shade to make bright wine. Material Shade is something that can only be drawn from things that originate in the material plane and travel to the wild. Sparkledew explained that Ting Can... Ting Kankoth. King Tankoth. Sorry, his name is Tin Can. Diggity Tingity Koth. Yeah, I'm in the vibe now because of the song, Tash. Uh, Sparkle to explain that King Tankoth had carved the earth beneath the Oko tree out and was traveling around with it, threatening the communities of the Feywild with barren landscapes if they do not conscript into his army. Sparkle do explained the burning bridges contained planar gates to the main plains. Wow, that was a fucking sentence. Um, Sparkle do said that the meeting of... T- Sparkledew said that the meeting to hand off this person of interest would take place in exactly 23 hours and 50 minutes. Pretty much 24 hours. McGinty knew exactly the time because mm-hmm. of... Because uh, uh, of my good brain. His good, his good <laughs> brain. <laughs> his good yeah. brain. Yeah, it's when, like, the two moon... The, yeah. anthropolo- the anthropomorphized moons Moons. kiss yeah kiss yeah Yeah, exactly um five skeletons suddenly marched into sparkle dew's laboratory and brought tyrio up from the basement stairs while also taking positions in the room faust walked into the room and declared that they let go of his friend and once he recognized that these people were not holding mcginty captive he dispelled his skeletal servants tyrio began to get very uppity and angry about the presence of a necromancer he demanded to know if faust or mcginty knew a necromancer that resembled a moon he sputtered out that he and his friends had been attacked by a necromancer Answer, and that he had lost all of his friends in the altercation. In a frantic move, he produced a box from his cloak that McGinty recognized as the Wild Eye. Before the enraged drow could put the magical item to his face, McGinty promised to cut down the next necromancer he saw that resembled a moon. He convinced he convincingly deceived the scared man. You did. You were like, I'm gonna fucking kill the next <laughs> oh, person. No. That was how you stopped him from using it, um, which caused him to relax. Um, <laughs> Back on the material plane. 
Um, uh, there was a conflict between Anus and Rael, which Frank um, ended up mishearing and running off uh, in in spite of. Uh, and and so after that, he thought that uh, Rael and Anus were mad at him, uh, and he ran off in search of a therapist. Uh, he ran into a smoking kuatoa with a huge penis, who mentioned that his partner Gene was a we good don't listener. Have to emphasize that. Yeah, in the, in it the didn't recap. come up in the episode, so it's weird that you said it now. Like it was just <laughs> subtext, but you yeah. shared it. In the I, well, what the what the listeners? I'm going to leave that one in. But what the listeners? don't know is every time I mention an NPC I talk about the size of their genitals. Uh, it did happen in, in the... Well, in the your boy, this kind of yeah. like character guide is like, no news is good news. If I don't mention their genitals, they're huge. Yeah, That's humongous. Kind of your, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, huge Cockney accent. We all remember that. <laughs> that debacle. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, Frank found himself in the watery sleeping quarters of these Koatoa folk, and he opened up to Jean. Frank questioned the limits of his morality and how far he might go to get the things he desires. He stressed over whether he would hurt his friends to bring back someone he loved. Jean opened up Frank to the idea that he can make his own choices, and then he tried to fuck him. Uh, Jean's oh partner interrupted God. with a scorning joke and Frank left but not before giving a nervous client in the waiting room a reassuring nod and a boost of confidence to go get wet the lady lotus took Rael along with Olivia Highcroft I into feel, her no 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 cat. I feel like a, there is a pause needed in between <laughs> <laughs> just one, one stream of consciousness Again. right there and like choose what we want to focus on the <laughs> and Kevin nailed it <laughs> Uh, the Lady Lotus took Rael along with Olivia Highcroft into her cavern with a noose and Frank following at a distance before Frank ran off. Uh, and, and there, the aquatic oracle asked Rael uh, to help maintain belief uh, in uh, in the people of Koa, uh, in the Koatoa people uh, that Mother uh, would return by performing as her spirit in her absence. Um, the Lady Lotus said that in the past, when Mother had cured the original Romicide infection in Wet Rock, she had infused her blood with magical energy, which eradicated the poison. The Lady Lotus had seen a glimmer of that potential in the chaotic aftermath of Mother's death at the hands of a noose. Olivia mentioned that Romicide had begun to show up on the outskirts of Elder Rock as well. Rael informed Olivia that Romicide had taken out Pennybrook and was bad in Helmover. She agreed to go with Olivia to help the situation in Elder Rock if they could stop in Helmover to help there. Rael, uh, Rael realized that she would have to uh, likely have to combine something innate in her blood with Anus's magic in order to help eradicate the Romicide, and this brought on a heated fury that was chased quickly by resolve and a decision to stick together to solve the problem. The two cut their palms and shook hands as Anus took an oath to help Rael in her quest. Anus then took the shard of the teacup he had used to slice his hand, the one he had carried with him since he had met our heroes. He wrote his name in the sand with the teacup shard and eventually gave himself a brand new name, representing his new state as a blank slate. He wrapped the piece of cloth around his head, using the shard as an eye patch, and declared his new name to be New Easel. And to be clear, Thomas, that's N-O-U for new? Yep. Yeah, okay. And then E-Z-I-L. Okay. 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 Oh, all right. Gotcha. And you. Yeah. Right. That's what I thought, too. Thank you for clarifying. No, yeah, no worries. I literally, yeah. I had spelling <laughs> clarification written in my notes here. As Anus and Rael began, or as, I should say, as New and Rael began to bed down for the night, he said that he and Rael could be honest with the Koatoa people as the two halves of Mother's Hole. But... but <laughs> I did. Uh, Mother's hole. That was not on purpose. That was not on purpose. Pain and healing. Filth. 
being those two halves claiming that they could present themselves to the people not as a deception of mother's spirit but instead as a new entity as sister and brother and that's where we are now sort of first 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 can i just say this brother and sister seek mother's hole is that (laughs) could that be the title maybe I think yeah, the title will be Mother's Hole. If we're trying to get the sex therapist to listen, apostrophe S W H O L E. Yeah, 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 Um, yeah. It's perfect. Uh, I can't wait to see your animation for this, Jesse. Um, (laughs) Yep, Georgia O'Keeffe. Yeah, research. Firstly, um, Frank, uh, I want to resolve something. So after your therapy session. did you uh, uh, did you, you pay somehow? insurance? We all agreed to. Uh, yeah. I realized in the last episode, we said, Frank asked about whether or not there was a sliding scale, and I missed the opportunity for that to be the name of the therapist's office, like scale. the sliding scale, because oh, they're fish. Because they're fish. They got scales. Fish. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, um, we missed that, so no going yeah, back never, there. Never getting it back. That's um, the point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, um, yeah, so, like, Anus and Rael were sort of bedding down and getting ready, and I, I, I will take us into the morning shortly, but what what, what did you do? I think uh, Frank made his way close to the, like... The Lady Lotus's uh, cavern? Yeah, cavern. I was going to say castle. But, it's not a castle. It's a cavern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe sea folk have a different version of castles. There's like a small, there's a small, like, uh, like, you know how like fish and fish tanks, they yeah, have a cavern. Like there's like one of those inside of her cavern. There's like fake little castle, a big fake diving helmet. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Frank got close and he could see like their silhouettes in, uh, the window. Sure. And it started raining and he's like, I can't do it. And he went back to uh sex therapist just to like spend the night. Nothing sexual, just to be like, I need a place just for tonight as I so figure stuff out. Did you curl up into the stone bed with with Jean and uh Jean and I don't think I ever named the other one, but Jean and the cigar smoking. Yeah, they're they're probably t- like pretty tuckered out from their activities. Oh so yeah. yeah. So Frank is gonna go sleep in their bed. <laughs> He's going to ask. really what's happening? <laughs> Again, they they were kind. They showed empathy. One of them did. Uh, sure. We're going to say we're going to say that they that they they greet you at the door and they let you in and they 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 they're like, "Hey, you need a place to Yeah, sure. Come on. Come on in. Aww. Come on in." And, yeah. and 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 you and you buckle down for the night. Now there's there's something that that we need to resolve. And that is Frank's curse. Obatus cursed Frank oh, yeah. for taking the book, the page from the book of Adamon from him. Guys, I swear this never happens to me. I just happen to be sleeping in your bed with my curse resolve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you spend a night I over at a friend's a, house a, and your I curse swear. resolves. It's a curse. It's a curse, I swear. It's not me. Some um, say it's a gift. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to read out what the curse uh, was. Um, you already rolled for this um, when it, it happened. Was, it was recall. a one out of a hundred. I remember. That's correct. Oh, that was insane. That's yeah. correct. So it said, um, "Roll a d100," and then it said, uh, "After the amount of times shown on the dice, uh, of uh, after the amount of uh, times that they take a long rest." <laughs> oh <laughs> nice. shit! So immediately, <laughs> the character explodes as per a fifth level fireball. Oh, no, the sex therapists! Luke. 
There's and a second it's the exact way that you killed the other three. It's like <laughs> you have to talk about that. Justice. There is a second half to this. <laughs> but I think it's important that we ex figure out the damage first. So, um, oh my god! If you could pull up Fireball god. at a fifth level for me, Frank. And we'll figure out level, so that what is, we do. I'm going to pull up the stat blocks for these coins. Really going to teach Frank to like trust people and like make himself vulnerable when every time yeah. he kills them, I a fire can't believe explosion. that it's a fireball explosion. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the same that way is he killed. Crazy. Yeah. Like uh, I've been, I've been so excited to roll this. No out. character so, has ever deserved to die just to more be, this way. Just to be clear, <laughs> they each have, they each have 18 hit points. Oh, so they're that, dead. They gotta save though. They gotta save. I believe for it's a deck half. save for a fireball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Do they if they're sleeping? I mean, sleeping? they're asleep. <laughs> they're asleep. But we'll, we'll it, give them a chance. Okay. Sure. It's it's twenty seven points of fire damage. Twenty seven points of fire damage. So wait, how much HP do they have? Eighteen. But wait. To be fair, I, mean, I think they get a deck save because it's so off putting that Frank is in their bed that they're not sleeping deeply. Like they're ah, a little. It's right. uncomfortable. Sort of, yeah, yep. they're restless okay. and nervous. Frank, yeah. like they know Frank really needed a release. Yeah. Unfortunately, this uh -huh. is the form it takes. Okay, so <laughs> what would be the DC on this deck save? Uh, Probably Frank's. Uh, yeah, spell Frank, save. What's your spell save? Yeah. Oh, <clears> oh my god. Good. Uh, where the hell did I put my spell save? Uh, 16. Uh, okay. Neither of them add anything to dex. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, oh Frank, no. Frank, why don't you roll the d20? Uh, to, roll, roll me two d20s to see how each of these Koatoa... You're gonna make him do it? Oh, yeah. Brutal. Okay. One of them's a 13, but the other one's a 4. <laughs> I mean, they uh, both fail. So they both fail. <laughs> so they both take 27 damage. Oh, no, Frank. <laughs> They're both eradicated. Does Frank take the damage as well? Um, it just says that they explode as per fifth level fireball, and I feel then like that sounds like well, what's well, the second well, part? hold on, okay, because yeah. it won't matter. Because it won't matter. Because <laughs> Frank's <laughs> is dead inside. Just and then just they because because well because the implication is that that kills Frank, except that he's immediately put under the effects of the reincarnation spell. Amazing. Whoa. Frank is also going to get a new name and a new lease on life. <laughs> yup. And, and it's a new chapter, so that's a new look, too. So, <laughs> Frank. That's correct. Frank's like, this is the best sex I've ever had. <laughs> he exploded. <laughs> in their bed, and he gets into their bed and explodes. And then literally <laughs> changes the molecular makeup of his physical body. <laughs> Frank has the most incredible orgasm ever. <laughs> like, all the people that pass by that place normally be like, holy shit, they must have yeah. had a night. Uh, Gene, <laughs> Gene, that's Gene, all right. <laughs> Blows a fucking hole in their house through the fireball. Um, Frank, roll me a D100. Holy crap. Okay, so reincarnation, that's like totally new race. That's right? correct. It changes your race. Oh my god. So the whole episode yeah, is going to yeah, yeah. be us like doing custom character creation for Luke. <laughs> uh, seven, another old 17, DM. My 17. Frank, you are now a mountain dwarf. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this is I crazy. Mean, Wait, can we have like a, a a solemn moment to like 
I have to re- redraw him now. <laughs> Me too, buddy. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear like the last thoughts that went through Frank's head yeah, as yeah, like yeah. his life ended and this new one began. Let's zoom in to what's going on, uh, Frank. You, you sort of feel in this heat. You feel your body like <laughs> melting away. Did, was it like just my shins that melted away? Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. No, you just lost three feet of height. That's all that happened. He looks exactly. The I, same. I wonder if I may. He's just shorter. a shorter version of himself. <laughs> Big beard. I mean, it tracks. Is there something in Frank's like subconscious or memory or history that you think would make sense why he would yeah. come back as a mountain dwarf? Oh man. Uh... <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, cool. 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 I, I would not normally have kept that. Let's cannot, like let's like weave this into the mythos of Frank. Let's like believe. the backstory makes sense. Shut up, Jesse. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, not my character. Like we took a long break. We took it's a long break like since we last month, recorded, right? and the very yeah. first thing that happened is Frank exploded. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, does he get his like stats and stuff, or is he a totally new character? It says here the reincarnated creature recalls its former life and experiences. Thank God. It retains the capabilities it had in its original form, except it exchanges its original race for the new one and changes its racial traits accordingly. So Frank, whatever your human traits are would need to would change. Would that mean you would lose plus one to your stats? Uh, well, some because, of them, yeah, because of the yeah. human. Unless, yeah, as a human, Frank was an old man, but as a dwarf, he's like relatively young, young right? Yeah, Frank, you just I gained just like, like. Wait, what age do they come of, back as? Well, it doesn't really say. He's a kid dwarf who's also an old man, maybe. <laughs> okay, he's Benjamin. Okay, Butt. what? So he is. <laughs> he is young then. He like, his body's young, but but he, his mind is so old. He thinks. He can't do stuff. He'll walk slow. Uh, you know, all those things. Self-imposed, oh like, handicaps that Lucas <laughs> created. Don't what worry, do you I'll mean? be this worse is the most Luke, This is the most Luke choice. <laughs> I think okay. I think that tracks. It's like a mental yeah. barrier. You can't... Yeah. You, like, you're like, like oh, but this I've never been able to go up the stairs so long. <laughs> so, is he like a 65-year-old dwarf? Yeah. Yeah, I think the age... It went like a one for one, even though it does not actually reflect growth in that yeah. same way. Sure, sure. Okay, so yeah, you you you've been for uh, yeah, so you just gained like hundreds of years on your life. Um, so this curse was other than killing the two great NPCs that we loved was actually great. Yeah, and Frank. Um, so yeah, what what goes through Frank's head as he uh, as, is there is there a, is there a final memory of Frank's human form that he 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 this might might sting in his brain as as his, as his uh, uh, body I've, melts away. As his body's melting away, he believes that he's dying. He believes that, like, it's over I mean, for is. him. Yeah. So I think his last memory uh, or thought is how he he failed to bring back uh, his his daughter. And he's just, like, crushed and devastated that he never got to do what was right. And you know what? Actually, in that same moment, is like, maybe I get to see her again a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, roll me a um, a sadness check. I can do that. <laughs> roll me, roll me a uh, Arcana check, please. 
an even 10. Cool. Um, yeah, so you, you these thoughts pass through your mind. Uh, you close your eyes for what you think is the final time as this heat envelops you. Oof. And you feel like you're floating all of a sudden. And you open your eyes and you see the bloody lake in front of you. But Obatus isn't there. And it feels different. It feels like nobody's there. It feels like for a second you might be in a different part of the bloody lake than what you are used to. And you look around and there's no souls and there's nothing. And you look at your body, which in the past when you've been on the plane of annihilation has felt like it's almost like an outline of itself um like a like an ethereal sort of stencil um and you notice that there is like a a pulsing yellow light in your chest where your heart usually is and that does not usually show up when you're on the plane of annihilation and it feels it starts off feeling very faint, like a heartbeat. And then it starts to grow. And as it grows faster, you look up and you see the ethereal face of Sarah. And then suddenly you close your eyes in a blink. Your eyes are open again. The smell of frying fish, burnt mm. frying fish, mm. fills your slightly wider nostrils. <coughs> oh. And oh. you feel different. You feel like you're not heavier, but like you're like you're like the force of gravity that's weighing on you is somehow more like concentrated. You feel smaller. Um and your limbs are shorter. And you, you, you wake up a mountain dwarf. What? What? All around you, smoke, ash. This hut has been incinerated. Um, You'd have to get. You're in the open air. The remp. The remnants of the sign that was there before. What did the sign say? Do you guys remember? It's called the Big Guppy. The Big Guppy. Yeah, you just see it says the the what were we, the the B and then PP. That's, that's all that's left. Uh, I can't be here. I, I gotta I gotta get out of here. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta. Frank like takes off. Uh, Obviously, his clothes are burned, uh, so he's got to find a new outfit. Fully so. nude. <laughs> nude yeah, little. Where does he go? Um, Frank, he, you, you're running through the streets. There are, there's, um, you know, this is a small, oh like, it's a small community, but there are, there's dwellings nearby. There are a few shops. There are, uh, there's artisans. There's a few things. It is still, like, like, we're talking, like, early, early hours of the morning here, so... Yeah, like late hours of the night, to be honest. Would anybody have uh, been awoken by a monstrous <laughs> blast by chance? Well, if Frank is running, he may not notice. Roll me a perception check, Frank. Yeah, Frank. Frank's pretty hectic right now. He's got a lot on oh. his mind. And you, your movement speed is now 25 feet. Oh, fuck, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to run, and if you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Just, I swear I could have got five more feet. Yeah, I used to be able to go five more feet. 
Yeah, th- there are no mirrors anywhere, so Frank can't double check on this. Uh, perception Ep- is a nine. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, you hear a few, a few like rumblings of people nearby, like what? Whoa! Fire! Oh my! Ooh, but, but you, yeah, like uh, you're running away from it. Are you heading in a specific direction? Are you looking for something specifically? Frank is going to look for a clothing store. They're probably not open right now, but Frank's. Gonna try to break in as quietly as possible and just reattire himself. Sure, sure. So he, Frank, Frank, you're like looking left and looking right. And you come to a, come to like a fork in the road, and you and you run down the right uh, path, and and you see that uh, there's like a couple of like fish mannequins in a window, um, wearing outfits. Um, uh, we're gonna say it's called um, the uh, uh, the the humid the humid house, and uh, inside of the humid house. Um, what 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 are what are like uh, sort of um, uh, aquatic uh, sort of amphibious wear uh, cl- clothing options that you might see in there, folks? Kick it around to the table. You probably have like uh, full wetsuits that are just <laughs> like wet. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they look like real, like regular tuxedo suits, but they're sopping wet. <laughs> I think there's sort of the equivalent of like those shirts that make you look jacked, but it just makes you look like a shark. So like if you put it on, it's got like shark sort of vibes and a fin on the back. <laughs> there's a there's a rack of like flippers, but because they're fishing there, they have flippers. Yeah. It's like giant. Like shoes that have human toes. Oh, they're like opposable on them. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you can walk around above land without <laughs> slipping. Yeah, they're. What would you call those? What's the opposite of flippers? Those are uh, uh, appendables, appendageables. <laughs> appendables. <laughs> oh, you know what? Scuba gear. Just scuba gear. Yeah. Just lots of scuba gear. <laughs> it's like for the foreigners, the yeah. the tourists. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Frank, you you, uh, you you come upon this store. There's uh, there's like a you see like a Roman perception check as you approach the store. Six. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Are you try? Are you being stealthy at all, trying to get in here, or are you just kind of? Yeah. Frank is trying to be stealthy. He's also a naked dwarf. He's just a naked little dwarf. Roll me a stealth check, in naked little dwarf. <laughs> da da nine. Okay, uh, so yeah, you 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 like um, the front door is open. Like you go to try it and it opens because the community is not very big here. People seem to feel very comfortable and trust one another. Um, Frank, you Damn. walk into this store. We are going to cut away and uh, take a look at um, maybe what's happening in uh, in the Fay Wild. Um, uh, as uh, we'll cut back to the material plane, perhaps. Well, my my colleagues are never going to believe the crazy stuff that's happened to me <laughs> in the last five hours. I tell you, I'm going to have quite a story. Yes. Um, we, we pick up with uh, uh, with McGinty. Um, uh, I'm going to be unrecognizable. I'm going to be coming from the Feywild with like Feywild, you know, energy. It's oh, going to yeah. be like, I feel like a new person. Oh, to yes, be yes. I understand. I understand. Uh, the rough Plus, ground. like my essence is, I feel like being siphoned off constantly for your, for your wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see... 
<laughs> you see that every every now and then as you're talking, like uh, Sparkle Do just sort of plucks a little bit off of you when um, sometimes when he thinks you're not looking. It's like a little teaspoon. Just yeah. Like scoops it up. <laughs> yeah, like into a little vial. Um, uh, the rough ground that uh, you're on causing the carriage to bump along. Um, uh, Sparkle Do sits on like a small ledge near the top of the carriage uh, that's being driven by Tyrio. Um, every now and then you can see Tyrio make a small glance in Faust's direction, who sits behind, uh, beside you rather, uh, in the carriage as it rolls along. Uh, Sparkle Dew's just finished explaining that the posts, uh, the trading posts uh, at the Burning Bridges are currently shut for what uh, they are claiming is a magical maintenance issue with the planar gates as a cover for this secret handoff. Um, he's explained that he doesn't want to lose his access to the Burning Bridges as a supplier, so uh, he's probably not going to want to get caught seeing, like, bringing you up to the, like, like if you're yeah, planning on park around the corner. I got yeah. you. Um, uh, and McGinty, you feel a, a warmth in your pocket as your speaking stone buzzes. <gasps> oh, it's a new day already. Yeah, I'll pull it out. Yes. Uh, and the message you get is uh, from Harriet. Goes. Why only three days? We will be okay. I know you are worried. I love you. Lorenzo is helping while he stays. He says soon. That's the end of the message. Are these things work through different planes? That's wild. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. Um, I'm yeah. I'll record a message mm -hmm. um, to her. Um, uh, my dear. Three days, plus extra fine. We will charge him afterwards. <laughs> Have lead on target. Currently in Feywild. I don't know how many words I have left. <laughs> it cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the, you gotta spring. They, you know, the plans sound more too expensive. But they, what they do is, the, they, they make the 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 cheap ones not like very shitty. So yeah. you feel like yeah. you have to get the expensive plans. No, I know, plan. I know. And I I'm like, oh, the cheapest plans fine with me. Yes, you know. And I thought I was getting a great stone once, and they put that for for a cheap deal. They put the price in every month. It's not fair. It's, uh, it's true. It's true. And then you know you try to change your stones without oh, when your contract's not luck, over. Good luck. And then you you get a friggin' uh, curse put on you. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah. Um, and you're and you're rumbling along. Is there anything you want to ask, uh, Sparkle Dude? You want to talk to um, Terry? You want to talk to Faust um, as you approach? So Faust has probably been filled in that that this place lets us potentially go back to the material plane. Yes. Um, I think the only thing. I want to try to remember if there's any particular tick, like personality quirk or or physical tick about Devere that I knew that I could try to use oh, to pinpoint him in a new identity. Sure, give me a history check. Okay. Okay, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> ten. Ten. Sure, sure. Like when you try to pull up this thing, you're thinking about Calendar yeah. Devere. You're just sort of like locked on him in your mind. You're it's all I've been thinking about, yeah. like for my as entire adult up, life. As soon, like, but yeah. like as soon as you, as soon as you like think that you're you're maybe en route to see him soon, you're doing like the Rolodex of okay, let me let me break this guy down in my head. And I'm in my mind kitchen. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're in your mind kitchen. Well, you I have my little like recipe cards. Yeah, but it's all like. 
targets and yeah, people exactly. are killed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One yeah. tablespoon of revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Serve cold. <laughs> um, and you uh, and you and you see that there uh, there's something that you can remember about um, Callan Devere when he is under extreme duress or when he's very stressed, which you've only seen like once or twice uh, in, in in the times when you were when you were working with the Strand and, and when you were um, in his vicinity, um, uh, that there there was something really um, specific to him that you hadn't noticed elsewhere in others, but it's tough for you to recall what specific thing it was. Okay. You're like, you know that when agitated, there's something that comes out, um, but it's tough for you to recall what exactly okay. that is with a 10. Okay, um, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, okay. I think that's it. Uh, you, uh, <clears throat> you see that, uh, you see that um, Sparkle Dew sort of uh, says to you, um, I hope you don't hold anything against me for not wanting to get any closer, but, um, you know, man's got to make his living. <laughs> Listen, buddy, I know a thing or two about running a business. And whatever you got to do keep, <laughs> to keep paying those bills and to keep making that business operate, you got to do it. So mm. I fully understand. Mm, mm, mm. And uh, you see Faust says, um, King Tankoth really has gone off his nut if he's demanding this type of service from the people of this plane. Um, uh... Uh, and I think he's gone oco loco if you ask me. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh. And Sparkle Dew says, I might have said so myself if I uh, hadn't seen how effective his iron fist has been at gathering forces. Faust says, like, uh, but surely this campaign has brought on suffering to these people. I mean, why not apply pressure differently? Why carve out the oko tree from the earth and just parade it around the realm? And Sparkle Dew says, a display of control. <laughs> like, not, not to... Not to the scorned prince. Uh, the king's son is is a fierce Aladrin warrior who draws his power directly from the tree. So having it under their jurisdiction, I, I think it'd be a good idea for him. I don't know strategy. Let me tell you a thing or two about recipes, Sparkle Dew. Mm. <laughs> you gotta put in a lot of good ingredients in there, but you just gotta put in care, love, and affection. Mm. And if you try to get something done with, uh, you know, fear and bitterness. People are going to be able to taste it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, roll, me, roll me a persuasion check, McGinty. Whoa. That's a two plus. <laughs> oh, it's an eight. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, the metaphor was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, you see Sparkle Dew's like, I, I don't know about yes, that. Yes, you're a wine guy. You're not a food guy. Mm -hmm, I get it. Mm -hmm. And he plucks some more material shade off of you. Uh, as we... As we um, we are going to cut back to the material plane um, where we are uh, a new uh, rat. Oh, that's going to be tough. New and Rael. Uh, uh, you can you, look. I, I get it. It's hard to learn. So, you know, I, I don't think it speaks into the sky. They're <laughs> <laughs> new. Damn it. I fucked it up again. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's all good. It's all good. As long um, as you new... make a meaningful effort, I appreciate it. But it's, okay. it's no, you no need to apologize. It's okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I like the idea that like new is like, I did a big old name change. Like, yeah, I can't wait to tell everybody. About I had this such a meaningful huge journey and transformation, <laughs> and Frank just blew up, <laughs> killed two fish people. Um, so, um, 
you you two are uh, are are sort of awakening uh, in in the sleeping quarters of the Lady Lotus's cavern. Um, uh, do you have any specific morning routine? I know that I think Rael, you you both were sort of opting for the floor, and I think eventually Rael, you ended up sleeping on the floor, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yes, uh, is there anything specific in the morning that you kind of kind of doing um, before uh, before what's about to happen happens? Um. Is there anyone around besides us, like any uh, assistants or helpers, or like in the vicinity, sort of? Uh, uh, you could you could call for you could call for someone to maybe come and, and uh, attend to you. It's mostly like Lady Lotus's cavern. In my head, was pretty isolated with her. It's and Olivia like just and a cave. It's not like a, yeah. yeah, yeah, a well-staffed. Well, <laughs> yeah. if if it feels like there's someone a noose can call to, he he will and sort of just um discreetly find someone is there anyone like on watch or nearby uh, yeah yeah you can uh you can sort of um from where from where like your, your room would sort of open out into the main area of uh the of the cavern and then you could see from your eye line the door outside where you might see a guard or two passing by um uh and so you could uh, make your way there uh uh you can go you can go see somebody out there yeah so yeah if, if i can find a guard i'll sort of uh get up before rail and and head over and just say uh hey um our buddy's feeling pretty guilty right now and he didn't stay with us last night so i was just hoping you could look for him he's 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 an old man he's got a big beard classic, and classic. just pass him this note if you find him and the note uh is written on parchment from it from new and it just says um frank we know and we understand <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. And uh, you see, you see the guards like uh, you said he was he was an old an old human man. You said yeah, definitely that. Uh, definitely okay. not on fire. What else? Um, <laughs> he's got clothes yes. for sure. He's wearing clothes. Yeah, that's definitely like a normal... clothes. Yellow shirt normally, although it changes a lot. Um, okay, that's kind of okay. his classic look, though. Okay. Uh, like he looks like beard. something like a like he's a cowboy. He's this tall a for sure, and a new sort of okay. gestures okay. like human height. Like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he doesn't. He, he draws you a quick sketch. He's like, "Does it look like this?" And it, it looks exactly like Frank the Human. Great, yeah, that's perfect. Just draw some <laughs> yeah. stink lines on there, and that's him. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and uh, and you return to your quarters. Right. I see. And then I'll do my first ablutions as new. Huh? If there's any uh, uh, moisture or, or fluid in the cave that I can wash myself. Oh, with, sure, I, yeah. I yeah. would love there's to. A, very uh, symbolically cleanse myself of a noose and uh sure. very literally cleanse my anus um <laughs> <just> kidding <laughs> it's the first time you've ever done that on yeah. the show <laughs> uh, have sorry. some self-respect thomas yeah. sorry <laughs> i won't do that <laughs> we have we are a i will clean around show. my butthole <laughs> <laughs> yeah god <laughs> Um, and oh. Rael, what what what's the mother hole? What's your oh god? What's your uh, morning morning routine? Mother uh, hole down. <laughs> is you in the room still? Uh, uh, I think you'd be doing his ablutions in in a sort of a washing area. We'll say separate from where oh, I yeah. currently am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Woke up, pretty groggy, wipes the sleep from her eyes, then sits up and kind of remembers 
what happened in the past day. Feeling pretty blue. Uh, managed to scrum up the strength to look into her bag to make some underdark tea that uh, she makes on occasion. She kept some from when she first left the Underdark. Sure. And only uses it on special occasions when she's feeling particularly down. Sure. Um, While she's scrummaging through her pack, she comes across the uh, little Lorenzo voodoo doll (laughs) that Frank gave to her. Mm -hmm. And just looks at it briefly and then tosses it aside (gasps) and then continues looking for the tea, finds the tea, and then starts a little fire in the middle of the room. To boil said mm. tea or water for the tea. Okay, okay. And just kind of is sitting there, just poking at the embers of the fire. Sure, sure. Um, uh, and we'll say uh, if it's cool with you and Noose, uh, after you're after you're done your ablutions, you maybe make your way back into your into your living quarters uh, to check in with Rael. And uh, you you uh, you hear a rather unusual sound as uh, uh, as you two sort of uh, reconvene. It's like a humming, but it, it resonates sort of from outside and stops and starts kind of from all over. It's like a... <laughs> rough. <laughs> and it's just this weird from all over the place, um, uh, but kind of a distant noise, more distant than that would have sounded on the mic. Um, and uh, Frank... Make your entrance, my friend. <laughs> oh, that was the noise. That, that's not, that's not, those noises oh. are not Frank, by the okay. way. <laughs> <laughs> they continue on as. Those noises are totally unreal. Imagine if I do that for you. I make you make these weird, you go. It is like no, Luke, weirder, weirder. That's what I was thinking, like the groans of Frankenstein. Oh, that works. Yeah, you I can see, see why that you went. run out and you see a dwarf with a sword wound, fatal sword wound <laughs> on the ground. The guard's like, he tried to rush in here. <laughs> I killed him, don't worry. And from behind the dead dwarf, Frank walks up. Yeah, exactly. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. So, uh, given Frank's uh, new youth... Some color comes back into his hair, so he still has like uh, his his beard and his hair have both have like uh, black and now gray streaks. So it's kind of oh. like cool twisty turny. That's uh, yeah. Uh, he'll take that benefit. <laughs> your, your hair looks like a twist cone. Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, well, no, don't worry. I um I found the perfect picture of what Frank. Uh, I was envisioning. Awesome looks for an audio like. medium. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll look at it. I want to see it. I mean, I want to see it too. But I will describe it. Uh, yeah. So Frank, uh, he has this uh, kind of fancier hat with some metal emblems on it. Uh, he's wearing more of like a winter coat now that he he's bulkier. He has more resistance to temperature. So like being able to wear thicker layers is his jam. Now, okay, uh, yeah, very fur coat, still yellow. Uh, again, the yellow, impressive. So if you uh, look to uh, the chat, <laughs> that's uh, that's what Frank looks, this looks like. like. This looks like a like a Russian dictator from like the from like the seventeenth century. Yeah. Because can it you, is, can it, you is spin I, around it is for me. It is Ivan the Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see it. I can kind of see it to be honest. Uh, <laughs> But more specifically, Frank, Frank's not himself anymore. 
uh, both physically, mentally, emotionally. He's going through so many fucking changes uh, that he also made himself a mask. So he is wearing... What the um, hell? He's wearing a mask that is in the form of like a theatrical happy face. Uh, like a, like the like the comedy mask. Yeah, because uh, yeah. the inside sadness, <laughs> turmoil, all that. He still can't quite handle what he did to <laughs> Rael, so he's literally hiding behind that. Did you say uh, he made this mask? He made this mask. He had what's it called? He had um, a scale of shit. T- Malachite. Malachite. Turtle Pope. Oh, uh, wow. He had a scale of of Malachite yeah, that he was going to use to create something for uh, a noose. A noose no longer exists, so he's doing it for himself. Uh, so he made a mask out of the scale to cover this his is, feelings. This picture is truly horrifying. <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I, I, I'm going to save it. I'm going to post it to our social media, I think. Please do. Um, yeah, Ivan the Terrible with this, like... And, and it's important to note that the eyes on the, the comedy mask that you have are, are like the... They're like the... Like they're what do you call those crescents? I guess yeah, crescent moons. <laughs> like they're like the, they're all like they're smile rather than being they're frowny. Uh, they're frowny yeah. mouths. Yeah, they're sort of two tiny he, frowny he mouths. He looks like an obscure face. character from Mario RPG, basically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he's like the yeah. world three boss. Like uh-huh. <laughs> so, Frank. Yeah, you you uh, you you're. Did you say he was wearing a hat as well, or no? Yeah, yeah. He's got like a little uh, bowler hat with okay. some. Okay. This yeah. is wearing a bowler. This is a crazy new character. He's gone okay. shy guy mode. Yeah, he kind of looks like a shy guy now. Oh, shit, he kind of does. Fuck. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Yeah, um, and uh, Frank shows up, uh, and, and ha- uh, like... So you 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 uh, walk past, you walk up. There's the uh, Koatoa guard outside of this cavern, and he he like looks at you and is like, uh, "You here to see Lady Lotus? I'm here to see uh, my 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 friends, my 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 close friends. Oh, go on in. Look look safe to me. Great. <laughs> he just walks past that. <laughs> he does. He walks past. You solved it. my greeter. We ask Frank's. Does Frank's voice still sound the same? Like, behind the mask, will we hear him as Frank, or does he now have a dwarf voice? It's probably a bit gruffer, uh, which will <coughs> encourage me to try harder on a voice. <laughs> Luke takes a shot of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be able to tell it's you because you'll start a sentence and then go, nope, and then change <laughs> Ah, man. Uh, Frank's going to knock on the door. You guys in there? Uh, (laughs) Yikes. Who who is it? (laughs) Riel's is nothing. It just side glances at a new and mouths, what the what was that? <laughs> and he just uh, sort of does the like shaking his head, moving his hands back and forth. Like. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Frank steps into the room and just gives it a moment to breathe. <laughs> take, take it all in. You guys just see this little man walk in, bowler hat, comedy mask, yellow coat. <laughs> 
Roll me a insight check, both of you. Both of you. Both of you roll me an insight check. DC 35. Yeah. Both of us, meaning me and Anus. Anus, yeah. Or Anus, sorry. Anus got a a solid 11. Okay. Anus, you you don't know that this is Frank. Ooh, that will be... Fifteen. Yeah, no, you, neither of you know that this is Frank. <laughs> neither of you know that this is Frank. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> He's just standing uh, there. Are, do, you, do you come in peace? Uh, who are you? <laughs> and before oh, he can say anything, Brielle slowly stands up and then throws her tea in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that mask. <laughs> How hot is the tea? Oh, just finished boiling. Just finished boiling. <laughs> My God. Now he's a horribly scarred. Dwarf. It yeah, turns his tea. face back into the old Frank it's face. A Frank, <laughs> Frank face. It, the tea like drips off of your mask, Frank. Uh, oh, um, uh, Frank is so. Uh, sad that his friends don't recognize him. That the tea dripping, <laughs> the tea dripping down his his eyes looks like he's crying. Yeah, the tea stains two crying, two crying tears oh, on the mask. I love he, it. Yeah, I love like it. Oh. the weeping clown. Yeah, oh. <laughs> two tea stained tears on the mask. Uh, Frank will pull out his conspiracy yarn map okay. and just put it on the ground and. You guys see Frank's conspiracy yarn map gets put on the ground now, by this stranger. Just to check, though, is this something that Frank often shows to us or works on in well, he's private? Well, he's pulled it out in front of okay, you Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with the sentence? He's pulled it out in front of you before, Jesse. Nothing. It's a great sentence. Frank pulls it out in front of you, but you see, yeah, this is Frank's conspiracy board, and this person yeah. has it. Uh, uh, He's just gotta say that he's Frank. He won't, oh, he won't, he won't do, do it. it. Anus, Anus delicately draws his blade. Um, sure. And never pass up an opportunity for PvP. And uh, <laughs> will say, um, What have you done with our friend? And how does Rael feel about this? And not even giving an option for talk, she immediately attacks him. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking roll initiative, I guess. <laughs> I didn't think this would take. I didn't think this would take the whole episode. That's on <laughs> you, Kevin. Fully within everybody's control of just figure this out. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. No, no, it's fine. I love not being in the same reality (laughs) as everybody else. It's great. The first time you're not culpable, you can just (laughs) lean. It made it worse somehow. I feel like I can't affect anything. It's horrible. (laughs) It's like watching everything happen. Heaven hell. Yeah. Um, Okay. I guess. uh, Yeah. Okay. What did we get for our initiative? Uh, Rail. Rail got a sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Fourteen. For Frank. Okay, Frank got 14. 19 news. for new. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, new. Sorry, new, new. Talking's new. a free action. Just going to put it out there. <laughs> um, I mean, to Rael be because, fair, I'm yeah. not ready to attack him yet, Rael. Yeah. So, oh, I know. 
Yeah. So I mean, you you go first in initiative, but if you're 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 not taking an action, Rails. This is on Rails action, so she would have probably gotten what I would describe as a surprise round to start the initiative. So, um, Rael, uh roll your attack at Frank. Do you think he is Frank, and that's why you're attacking him? I can't tell. <laughs> no, I legitimately okay. do not know who this person got it, is. Got it. But and you're having... attacking with your blades, I assume. I want to grapple him to the ground. Sure, sure. That's an opposed athletics check. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Are we the first yeah. D&D podcast to have back-to-back PvP <laughs> combats? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trailblazers. Our that. characters are so ashamed they can never reveal who they are or what they're doing. Uh, and Frank, you roll uh, a- athletics. Yep. You can roll ath- athletic or acrobatics rail. I believe that's what it is, right? Uh, the I think, attacker. I think the attackee gets yeah. to choose if oh, they the want to do... attacker's acrobatic. Athletic. Um, yeah, it's or strength. That's correct. Uh, and yes. thank God, because I have no strength. So you yeah. want to do dex then? Yeah. Well, I'm doing dex. You get to do strength. <laughs> I think you have to do strength. You have to do strength because you're grappling. He gets to do dex. Okay. Yeah. All right. And he's little. Well, I got uh, 13. 13. What did you get, Frank? Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. His center of gravity is too low. You you go right Sailing over him. Right yeah, over you, him. yeah, you go to tackle him. You, you, the T makes him too slippery, and you slide off of him. Uh, you go for what would have been a perfect Frank tackle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, he, if he was still a human, you would have aced it. Um, anyway, yeah. as I'm flying over, it's like, what did you do to Frank? <laughs> and Frank, no, he doesn't want to do this. But he just tries to stink right now. <laughs> the so one part pants. about him that stayed. <laughs> He's different in every way, but he reeks the same. Okay, why? They, I'm they so can. sorry, Luke. Why, in character, why does Frank not want to say that he's Frank? I need, Frank? I don't understand. Frank is going through an identity crisis right now. His friends don't recognize what he sounds like, what he looks like. He doesn't recognize that. But the one common consistency he's had in his whole life is how he smells. And God damn it, the team will not forget that. His new name Real. will be Stank. <laughs> sailing yeah, sailing over this dwarf. You land on the other side, and you catch a whiff, a familiar <laughs> whiff. Um, both a noose and rail, roll me an inside check with advantage, please. Okay. I guess he's, like, got his spices and stuff. Oh, yeah. I guess you could argue he's got no, his spices. No, that's true. That's a good point. We don't have to make it a shit thing. <laughs> I, I, don't never, want to. I never, by the way, assumed it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just me. <laughs> <laughs> Rails like I did. Uh, that's a five, so maybe oh it's not so familiar. Okay, <laughs> a noose. What did you get? Buddy? I got an eighteen. Okay, yeah, Rael, you catch a familiar whiff, and you think that this person, you you smell what you think is Frank for a moment, but you are like, that's because he killed Frank. That's the like like, or he did something to Frank, like he stole his clothes or his spices or his he stole this from him or something else. A noose, you see, uh, like the, the, not only does Frank's like innate smell hit you, but also you smell um, the same smell that you smelled when the the um, the Frigus was introduced. Um, the, the, the aroma of spices that Frank carries with him specifically, uh, you smell all, uh, and how that mixes with his, with his normal, um, uh, odor. And, 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 uh, 
and you notice like something in the slightly defeated gait of this um, <laughs> of this dwarf that pings familiar yeah. to you. Um, Ordinary you, dwarves you this have might be more frank. dignity than this. This can't be <laughs> just any dwarf. Anus says, Anus holds his his arms open in a kind of confused gesture of welcome and says, Frank, but with like a question on the end, like, <laughs> Frank? Uh, and Frank will run into his arms, just embrace, start crying. <laughs> A new stabs him. No, just kidding. <laughs> Frank was never that emotionally available. Um, um, but as as you hug me and cry, I think I'm gonna behold you and and take you in and and sort of uh, try to just uh, comfort you and also assess what has happened. And I mm-hmm. think from that angle, uh, if Rael's still looking Frank way, you yeah, s- I mean, you see. Uh, a, uh, a face of a skull sewed on to the back of his outfit. Hmm. The back of his, his winter jacket. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like a Hell's Angels now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a winter and... Russian Hell's Angel. Um, a noose reaches for the mask, I think, to, to see your face. And as we do that, we're going to cut uh, back to the wild. Um, McGinty, um, you you're rumbling along uh, quite 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 a, quite a ways away, uh, away on your journey now, um, and uh, it's been about almost an hour, um, which is roughly about the time that it's going to take to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, Sparkle Dew um, is uh, turns to you and mentions uh, just so that you know what you're getting yourself into. The Strand found someone who is apparently going to be very valuable to the scorned prince. Devere and the Strand are bringing this person to the burnt bridges to trade with the Fey royalty to perhaps form an alliance. If the High Flowers can align themselves with the forces of the Fey, they will cut through many resistances on the material plane like a hot knife through fat. They will have no problem. So that is sort of what's about to happen. Um, and I know knives, and it, that it's easy to cut. Hot <laughs> fat is easy to cut. He explains to you that the Strand has like a fair few eyes in the town of Brightport, um, uh, as far as he's aware, um, and that uh, and that on the material plane uh, that this town is located uh, in a similar place to uh, Blue Vale. So um, when you guys first got to Lenomo, that uh, the orcs had mentioned that there was um, only one other place where people uh, had access to alcohol that wasn't like. Uh, on the island, and Blue Vale mm. was that place. Right um, Yes. Uh, you, as, as you sort of crest over this uh, this hill, you see a, a large watchtower spiking about like 100 feet up into the air. Uh, um, but around it, a small crop of buildings. Uh, nothing too tall or very metropolin. Um, is that a word? Metropolin? I like it. Yeah, let's go with it. Um, <laughs> it's still, uh, like, you know, coming into the dead of night. Like, you're just rolling, getting close to the morning hours. Uh, as you roll along toward the outskirts of town, and you see uh, that the light of the two moons that's a, that are about to kind of leave the sky uh, with their faces, uh, they're bouncing off, uh, the light is bouncing off a body of water that the town runs up against. The wagon sort of rolls to a halt and uh, he sort of says uh, you two will be uh, going it alone from here I uh, won't be won't be seen in there is there anything I need to know about uh, operating the 
the gates to to travel back to the material plane. Um, and uh, he he, uh, he he says to you, um, if you can get access to those gates, uh, I mean, once you get inside, it's pretty open. Uh, you you walk to the gates. You they they are operational uh, at all times. They're just, it's just walk through. You just walk through. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and uh, he. Uh, uh, he 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 gives you directions on how like where you would find this place specifically in Blue Vale, um, and tells you to like head into the town center and that the that the that um that the that the burn bridges is sort of right across from the main town center. Uh, and he says it's like an orange and brown building; you can't miss it. Um, and he tells you kind of where to go cool. uh, inside of there. And uh, Faust kind of looks at you and kind of nods and says, uh, "I guess we're." Going in together. Guess the old team is back together again, huh, Faust? Mm-hmm. One last job. <laughs> One last job. <laughs> Sorry, what's your name again? Uh, er- Ernest. Ernest, okay. And yes. what was your first name? Uh, yeah, people, I just, they call me Faust, yes. Okay. It's your first name? It's my only name. Oh, oh cool. I could, I could dig that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to clasp, like, forearms with Sparkle Dew before we leave. Sure, sure. You pull them in. Them? Yeah. Sparkle Dew. Mm. My brother. My friend. Is there anything you want me to tell Devere as I'm watching the life leave his eyes? Yes. Um, one thing. And he digs into his bag and he pulls out um, a small little satchel. And he uh, puts it in your, uh, in, your, uh, in your palm. And he says, uh, If you are able to get Devere to breathe his last breath, you can tell him that none of us serve his cause anymore. And um, uh, he explains to you that uh, the satchel he provided with you is uh, a satchel of scry powder. He says, uh, get this on Devir or something near him and you'll be able to keep a good eye on him wherever he decides to go, assuming you don't do the job. I'm hoping I won't have to use this. Mm. Well... You've never been the type to not have a plan, so. Um, he says, Devir is no secret to magical tricks and uh, its uses, so there's no guarantee he doesn't discover that at some point, but he has yet to know that I've developed this powder. All right. You still have some connections in the Strand, right? Yes, a few here and there. I'm going to take out my sending stone and mm-hmm. I'm going to put it into his palm of his hand. Okay. This way, when I get back to my other one, mm. we can be in touch. Thank you, thank you. And if it if is, is it, what if your wife sends a message? Am I supposed to like? Uh... Uh, I mean, if it seems like just for me, try to ignore it. You, you, know, what, you know what I mean? Can I send <laughs> her a message, I mean? or is that weird? Uh, why well, I don't know if you. I mean. Yeah, because I might be there and I might get it as well. But okay. maybe give it like 24 hours. Okay, so he's like um, looking at it. <laughs> I, I don't, you don't need to like text my wife like. Okay, does this get I mean, uh, you can if you long want. distance or what's we're, your we're, plan? We're exclusive. Do you oh, know that? Oh, 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 okay, okay. I, just, I know a lot of different cultures have I like. I didn't know. I know the Kowatoa, for example, are like very polyamorous. Oh, yes. No, I mean, here we all just be fucking, he said. <laughs> yeah, you know, so we're in a committed thing. So, I, I mean, you could talk to her, but just just so you know. It, oh, it okay. I didn't want to. Imp- I didn't know. I didn't know. No, Sorry. this is why we're communicating. No, I just heard her voice when <laughs> you were great. getting the sending before, and I was like, oh, that's very nice. But Yes, no, she's no, got no. a great voice. Hey, she's she got a great voice. Uh. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, 
I will reach out to you through the stone probably again if okay if I need help. I mean, I'm going to take out two pieces of string mm. and I'm going to tie them back together. Ah. And I'm going to hand him the string. He goes, we're making something new here. Mm. Sparkle do. Okay. The, 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 the bonded twine. I, I'm going to work on it. Yes. Workshop it. Cause that, you know, it should flow good. And that like sort of. It's very, mouthfeel is very important mm-hmm. in cooking and Severed in. Severed strand. In, it's like, you know. It's, it's, it's yeah. good. Yes. My point is. I'm starting to realize that when you enough strands make a rope and ropes can be very useful. And I just press that also into his hand. Mm. 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 And, uh, he, he nods and, uh, he holds the, um, Twisted twine, and we'll uh, work on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. twisted <laughs> twine. It's alliterative, but yeah, it's I, quite, twisted also yeah, implies it's like an evil, cruel and it's not. Yes. doesn't work that well. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. yes, he hangs it on. <laughs> it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. Um, <laughs> All right, Faust, you ready to go? Yeah, uh, and uh, Faust is just like watching this exchange, and it's like, uh, okay, so that's your deal. All right. Um, uh, oh, shit, you heard all of that. Huh? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, we were speaking in thieves' can. Yeah, we, yeah. Is sure. it fair to say that? Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I was which kidding. he might know, and then yeah. if he does, fair enough. No, yeah, we'll say that's all done. Yeah. relatively um, privately, and you make your way into the town of Bluevale. We cut back to the material plane as um, uh, Anus, you lift off the mask of your friend Frank. Um, and yeah, I glance into his face. Do I see any resemblance? Is it brand new face, or his eyes the same? I think the face is probably sculpted differently, unfamiliar, but damn it, do you know those eyes? Yeah, I glance deeply into Frank's eyes, and what do I see there? You see pain, you see regret, and a lifelong friend. What the heck happened to you? I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. I, you know, how some nights are just bad nights. Everyone looks at the ground meaningfully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just struggling with what I've done in the last while, and it's manifested in the in. The real world. That's my best guess right Did now. Did someone do this to you? I, um... Are, are you still yourself? I don't, I, I don't know. I... There was this ball of fire. Um... I don't think it was me. I don't... I didn't want that to happen, and... Before I knew it, I was staring out at... Uh, the, the blood lake. It was different, though. It was, I don't... It was... It was empty. And then I just woke up. I don't remember where I was. I'm in town. It's very hazy. Well, I need. I, I need help. I need help, Anus. It's it's new now. What? I guess we've all gone through a lot of changes lately. Oh, I'm happy for you. There are forces out there more powerful than we can understand. Rael and I have agreed to join forces and try to cure the terrible poison that's plagued these waters. 
Uh, and Frank will look over at Rael. And Rael looks back at the individual claiming to be Frank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> doesn't <no>. believe him. <laughs> <laughs> and says, uh, actions have consequences, and it looks like you got yours. <sighs> and then she turns on her heel to leave the room. Sure, sure. We're going to cut back to the Fey Wild. Um, McGinty, you um, you see this this structure, the Burning Bridges. Uh, it's an orange and brown building. Uh, it's roughly like 40 feet high. Smooth walls. They seem like sleek, unremarkable um, from the outside. Across the front, you see a symbol uh, of two halves of a, of a bridge arching together with the, the shape of a flame separating them. Underneath this large symbol uh, etched in the wall uh, is a small entryway. Um, if you were scoping out the premises, you would also notice that there's a, a opposite the entryway on the other side of the building, there's a loading gate. Um, sort of like a uh, large drawbridge style door um, that they would probably use to bring in larger things, wagons, shipments, things like that. Uh, it has iron letters jutting out of the wall above the door that says uh, loading in common. Um, uh, it's uh, These letters are pretty big. They're each like five feet long. Um, uh, and uh, the, 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 um, the door itself is about 20 feet up, uh, 10 feet across. It's made of oak planks. Uh, the center of the top of the drawbridge has a large, a large iron ring in it. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, you can sort of uh, roll me a, I assume you're trying to get in here. Um, yeah, I yeah. think going in the back makes sense. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, Sparkledoo told me they had kind of shut it down for in preparation for the yeah. handoff later. So maybe roll me a perception or investigation sure. check. Um, you can roll with advantage saying Faust is helping you out, kind of scope this place yeah. out together. Uh, let's investigate here. That's just a 12, unfortunately. 12, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, with that, you're sort of like looking around. You see like it's, it, it, it the, your your senses would tell you like entry points. Yeah, this place has been clearly run by assassins. They know to not make it easy to get into. Um, uh, the sides of the buildings are, are pretty sleek. You can't like easily get up. Um, uh, but um, you you notice um, in your in your waiting, uh, uh, you notice that there's uh, one individual who seems to be um, uh, sort of like walking uh, walking around. And at first, you sort of think they're unremarkable, and you notice it's a lizard folk person. They're dressed in like some some cloaks, and they're looking around. And then you 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 realize they're sp they're they're spending a long time. It looks like they're waiting for somebody, uh, and they're kind of spending most of their time. Um, around the drawbridge area, around the loading door. Um, and uh, after a while, you you notice that like a younger human in their 20s uh, seem in, in similar cloaks kind of approaches them uh, and, and you see them sort of having a quick conversation. Um, uh, it's not too far away uh, from you. Roll me a perception check. Sure, try to, try to eavesdrop here. Yeah. Um, 15? 15, sure. Yeah, you hear him uh, telling him... Uh, He's like, we are hosting royalty, you numbskull. You tell the townsfolk that the longer we can keep King Tankoth here, the more we all get to bask in the presence of the tree, so they can wait to trade another day or so. We need to keep eyes off our special guest. 
and um, the other person sort of scurries off. Um, that So that was the lizard saying that to the human? Yeah. Okay. You kind of get the sense that this li- lizard um, uh, might be might be uh, working for or involved with the thing. Um, with a 15, you notice that there's a, a key ring on their, uh, on their uh, keys, uh, as well as um, uh, Faust would, would sort of uh, mention to you, like, uh, do you want to uh, take this person out? Do you want to try and get over i mean i could attempt to fly us up but that watchtower looks pretty yeah pretty um well watching yeah i think i say uh we we wait till he's around the corner of the building in mm. the blind spot of the tower mm. we knock him out we take his I, one of us takes his clothes mm. and we go in as him sure Sure. Uh, okay, so yeah, he, you wait a little bit. He, he kind of reaches the blind spot of the building. It doesn't take him very long because the loading door on the opposite side of the thing is actually like pretty close to the op- uh, that. Um, and uh, uh, Do you have any disguise self, Faust? Um, appearance manipulating magic? Let's take a look at Faust's spells, shall we? Um, I, hope you, I hope you're a double major is what I'm saying. Uh, he can... Uh, Press the digitation is probably not going to do it. <laughs> Um, it's like a cantrip. Yeah, no. Uh, no he's worries. got some. He's no got worries. some spells, but none of them seem to be particularly illusory. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, he's like, I can kill him. <laughs> I just. <laughs> he could just. He can just cast like Circle of Death on him and like. Uh, yeah, you know what? We're out of time. Yeah, go for it, Josh. <laughs> Hey, this is your idea. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you see Fausty cast Circle of Death. This like sphere of negative energy ripples out in this radius around the guy, uh, and he makes a con saving throw, um, which he actually did okay on. But he's I don't, he doesn't have very much HP, so I don't think it's going to matter. Um, this is like a very high level uh, spell. Hell yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah. Uh, it's it's eight d six. So uh, uh, I'm just going to get a roller up here. I mean, I'm going to get ready with a crossbow bolt in case this doesn't drop him. Then I'll take a shot. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, no, this guy just, poof, just drops to the ground. This sphere of negative energy just and you just watch the life force drain from this guy. And uh, and like uh, in a single breath, he's just gone. Um, and he falls very to clean, the ground. very clean. Yeah, I gotta respect craftsmanship. <laughs> and uh, uh, Profiteroth, I hope you counted that one for you. By the way, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear just like a. <laughs> um, uh, it's so hard to know what that means. <laughs> uh, and you approach him. Uh, yeah. Do you want to take the cloak? Yeah, I got good deception. Okay, so it's like. Oh, yeah, you take the um, cloak. I'll try, and then. Hey man, if it doesn't work, maybe you just do that to whoever's stopping me at the door. Yeah, he's like, I can only do that once a day. <sighs> okay. You told was me that to do was it. that an area of effect or was that a single target? It was an area of effect. God damn it! That's <laughs> ah, okay. All right, I'm sure you got some other good magic. Uh, just wait around the corner. I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to get you in. Maybe sure. as a prisoner or something. Sure, sure. So, uh, and then you, um, so do you want to go through the loading door? Or do you want to go through the? Yeah. No, no. I'll, I'll like knock on the loading door. Sure, sure. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. You hear from the other side, just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what did that guy sound like? I have the entertainment. Um, yeah, roll me I get Faust a wink. <laughs> you see Faust immediately looking at us like, me? 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 I'm the entertainment. Who else would I be talking about? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, roll, roll me a deception check. Ooh, not so great. <laughs> 
Uh, it's a new day, right? I'm going to flip my lucky coin and yep. give myself advantage on that. Sure. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Uh, 25. 25. Uh, he's, uh, you hear the other guy go, uh, oh, 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 good, 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 good. Um, and uh, the drawbridge uh, starts to come down. And um, you, uh, as as the drawbridge kind of comes down, you and Fel sort of back up, letting it. Yep. Uh, and, and we <laughs> both get crushed and die. <laughs> yeah, you're murdered. We've never you seen didn't a say you didn't before. say you moved, so now you're dead. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and uh, you you walk in uh, walk uh, walk into the uh, walk into the burned bridges, um, and inside the burned bridges, you see. Um, that there is um, a tasteful spread. A tasteful spread. With yeah, some crackers no. and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's uh, like early in the morning. Uh, they had shut it down, uh, and and we're sort of uh, so so. There's like not a lot of wares around, not a lot of stuff. Looks like it's almost like a, if you were to get to like a farmer's market before it were open. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, uh, so a lot of like stalls, but there's there. Um, it, it's it's a circular building. Um, uh, it's it's roughly about 250 feet in diameter, so quite large. Um, and inside you see three domed sort of tent-like structures of wood. That's the main thing you see. Um, uh, like the, they're sort of clearly like the, these three sort of main place uh, mm-hmm. tents. Uh, surrounding each of these structures uh, is an array of tables and stables, clearly built for displaying wares and goods. Um, written over the entryway, which is sort of opposite where you are, uh, the entryway to the actual um, like to the burning bridges because you've come in through the back door essentially. So written through the front uh, over the top of the front door is the phrase "Welcome to the Wild" in iron letters. Um, torches sort of hang from the walls, but there's this large burning brazier um, which casts like the majority of the light in the space in the center. Uh, the dirt floor has some stones laid out on it for um, some sturdy surfaces and uh, three structures that hum lightly. And uh, there are large runes carved into the stones on the floor in front of each of the three structures, which have uh, a symbol for each of the planes on them. Uh, so you'd recognize one <laughs> of the I symbols. I would have remembered what the material plane symbol was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, God, don't worry. Uh, yeah, the symbol for Shadowfell, <laughs> the symbol for the material plane, and one you would assume would be the symbol for the plane of uh, Annihilation. And um, and you, you see these sort of planar gates. And um, as... Uh, as you uh, as you say, you know you you have the entertainment. You walk in, uh, and uh, you see that there's uh, there's only um, one one other person in the near vicinity that you see. There's not a lot of people uh, around, um, and uh, you see that uh, the the person in the cloak sort of looks at you for a second, um, and is like, uh, "Wait, what? I'm sorry. Who are you? I I'm uh, Dante." You don't, oh my God, the help here is terrible. <laughs> Hi, do you want me to talk to Highflower about this? Oh. Do you question every single person I, that uh, comes in here? Uh, uh, roll me a uh, intimidation check or deception, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, we'll do a decept. Sure. Uh, 16? I, 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 I didn't, sorry, I thought you were Ningo. Uh, he was, he was, he was running, he was running uh, the guard Yes, outside. no, I took over for him. Oh, we work in shifts. Did, is sound, this your first day? You like I, 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 oh I no, no, no. Um, I need to get to the material plane with our with our entertainment. Where's the gate? Uh, uh, it's, well, it's through. It's just through. I'll there. just start walking. Sure. With Faust. Yeah. Uh, you start walking with Faust through the material, uh, and then he's like, 
I don't, I don't, sorry, one second. I'm just, I don't keep acknowledge him. I keep walking. Hey, yep. hey, hey, hey. Yes, yes. We're still walking, but yeah. I'm like looking behind me. Are you bringing the entertainment back? Yes. He needs to get his supplies. Oh, okay. I just, you know, if, if it's going to be a big meeting, so. Buddy, <laughs> you are so in over your head. You're asking a lot of questions. You see, uh, he looks at his hands and he looks at you and he's like, uh, I, I'm really, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Thank you. I'm really sorry. And, uh, you make your way through, um, the planar, uh, material plane gate. And, uh, as you, as you sort of open the doors to the tent, um, you, uh, the tented sort of, uh, uh, shack, you, you see like on the floor, there's, uh, this like, uh, like runes written on the floor in a circle and then there's a stone arch built over top of them uh, that looks like it would have like a back to it like sort of like a stone like almost like a stone bathtub but like on its side and standing up um uh but uh there's like a magical energy like pulsing through it it's like uh one minute it's blue then it's green then it's yellow then it's like it's just rainbow colors sort of uh changing very fast uh through it and humming um and uh Faust is like we haven't gotten anything yet. We're going back already. This feels a bit like I came here to do something. Hey, you want to stay? You can stay. I'm not forcing you to come with me. It's uh, I don't want to stay. I just it's yeah. So we're gonna go there, and then what? We're gonna I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet up with my compatriots, who are very useful and highly skilled, and then we're gonna make a plan so that I can kill the fucking bastard I've been looking for for the last 35 years. And you see, uh, roll me, roll me a, an, inside, uh, an inside check. Oof, bad. <laughs> Eight. You see, uh, you say that and you see Faust just sniffs for a second. Yeah, cool, cool. Just, cool. I just thought it would be us for a bit, that's all. <sighs> I soften. <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> you're really that circle of death thing. First of all, yeah, incredible work. Thank you. I, when my, the necromancer that I know, I don't think he has access to that kind of magic. Mm. But you know, we're stronger as a larger team. Uh, but hey, I would love, I would love for you to come along, mm. and then maybe we can find moments here or there to like bro out together, and like hang out. I just, okay. The duo thing is great, mm -hmm. but I just think we're outmatched. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you oh, I, don't, don't do that. <laughs> <sighs> and, uh... But look how far we've come. We broke into a top secret. Two of us. But we broke into a top secret yeah. interdimensional. This is great. We're doing great. Uh, as you say that, you see that the the guard from before sort of peeks his head. And, are you guys still it, here? Are you serious? <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm going to, I pulled the sending stone. I don't have the sending stone. Oh, I pretend yeah. I like mime, a, like I, I hold it in my hand. I'm going to call Highflower right now. Do you want to do that? What was your name again? Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know if I should tell you my name. You don't know if you should tell me your name. Yeah. And, uh, well, uh. Well, I have a perfect uh, description uh, of you, so I will describe uh, the servant who's being insolent I, to me. Too high flower. I am Montgomery Smith. I, I, I don't, I, Smythe, I don't, I, I, I don't, how did okay. I tell you that? Montgomery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great, buddy. Okay. You're doing great. Just Thank go you. back out there. Mm-hmm. 
And don't interrupt my pep talk to the entertainment again, okay? Okay. Okay. And right. uh, he's like, wait, You're what do you doing... do? What do you do anyway to Faust? What does he do? It's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see Faust is just um, it's like, ugh. And he um, just casts Bestow Curse on this guy. And uh, you see that he just immediately... Um, uh, starts screaming and blood starts pouring out of his eyes and he runs out of the tent. And Faust is like, let's go back to the plane. Let's go back. Let's Good help. Back. Honestly, very hard to find. Mm, I'll say. And I think we, we just walk through. <laughs> yeah, walk through the gate. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end our session. <laughs> uh, Fully made such a scene in this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, folks. If you enjoyed that, you can chat about the show using the hashtag WWDITB. The thing that's going to help us the most, though, is if you open up that podcast app and you go to the Apple Podcast app and you hit the five stars button, then that will make us all very happy um, and 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 feel good in our souls. Um, uh, if you want merch, you can check out www.wwdtb.bigcartel.com. If you want to check out Thomas and I's other show, you can check out Oops All Segments, where we are taking to task the podcast creators, Jake and Amir, <laughs> or as we like to call them, uh, what is it, Thomas? Take and a smear. Thank you. Uh, they stole our podcast idea. Um, they're titans of the industry. We sort of look up to them, and they took our idea. So if you want to hear more about that campaign, uh, check out Oops All Segments as we strive for justice. Um I've been Kevin Rambrand, your DM here with Natasha Durand. Rayel Nilo, just reminding everyone that you are the only person responsible for your actions. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Why'd you look at Kevin for that? <laughs> yeah. Super weird to take that right to me. Uh, Jesse Bergen. I play Old McGinty, and as Old McGinty's a libertarian, he agrees 100% with what Tash just said. Yes. Um, Luke Cessalon. And my axe! <laughs> oh, Thomas Tolls. T, you got a quote for us? I do by French director Agnes Varda. I saw Snow White and the Seven Dwarves when it came out. Didn't like it too much. I found she was stupid. <laughs> See you next time <laughs> in the basement. A mean review. Stupid. I am the son of George. Son what? of Bud. That's what dwarves say, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George, George, Thomas George said.